It's time for Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean of SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com. I'm here every week exploring the world of spirituality, comparative religion, interfaith studies, sacred texts, and other books that matter, East and West. On today's program, I will pick up where I left off last week and explore two collections of ancient writings, the Jesus Sutras found in China, and a mysterious book called The Odes of Solomon, the Book of the Odes, composed originally in Syriac Aramaic, one of the great books of beauty of the ancient world. If we could hear the odes being chanted in the original Aramaic or Syriac dialect, they would sound something like this. This is called Maronite Chants by Gada Sabir. Oh, no. 
Maronite chant. Syriac chant sounds a lot like that as well. A very, very ancient sound. One of the oldest and most beautiful poetic Syriac Aramaic scriptures is called the Book of the Odes, sometimes referred to as the Odes of Solomon, a collection of psalms where the worlds of Essene Judaism, Johnite, Thomasine, and Gnostic Christianity converge or intersect. The Book of the Odes has nothing to do with the Solomon figure of the Hebrew Bible, but is really an example of a misnamed or pseudopographical book. It appears that someone, it appears that someone in early Christianity combined the Book of the Odes with an apocryphal text known as the Psalms of Solomon, with the intent of creating a larger hymn book. As the decades and centuries passed by, the odes were eventually perceived to be of Solomon as well, even though they had absolutely nothing to do with Solomon. The Book of the Odes is one of my favorite apocryphal books. The odes are at the crossroads of Essene Judaism, Christianity, including Gnostic Christianity. In fact, it's hard to really tell which group originally composed and first used this scripture. Perhaps it was the John community of Antioch, those who first used the Gospel of John, Letters of John, and a book that few know about called The Acts of John. Some of the odes remind me of Rumi poetry. The Book of the Odes and the Gospel of Thomas were once considered inspired scripture in Syria, according to the scholar Bentley Leighton in his book The Gnostic Scriptures. Out of all of the apocryphal writings I've collected, I think the odes are some of the most beautiful. It is the would-be book of New Testament Psalms. The book of the odes has been described as the first known hymn book of early Christianity. One scholar says of the odes, here are some of the most beautiful songs of peace and joy the world possesses. Bentley Leighton says the odes were considered to be scripture and were chanted by Christians who lived in Syria, Mesopotamia, Iraq, the Persian Gulf region, the Church of the East about 2,000 years ago. following is from a book review I did a few years back that was published in a New England-based publication known as Inner Tapestry. The Odes of Solomon, Mystical Songs from the Time of Jesus, a book review of The Odes of Solomon, the edition by John Davidson. Genres, Psalms, Poetry, Bhakti or Devotion, Gnosticism, Meditation, Sacred Texts, Lost Books of the Bible, Mysticism, Metaphysics, Philosophy. This mysterious collection of ancient psalms, known as the Odes of Solomon, 
composed in Syriac dialect of the Aramaic language, has been described by some as some of the most beautiful songs of peace and joy that the world possesses. These mystical poems and prayers remind me of Rumi and other Sufi poets. Sometimes I refer to the odes as the would-be book of New Testament Psalms, and I find the odes to be very spiritual, a very spiritual book, one of the best examples of an apocryphal writing that got misplaced somewhere along the way. It's one of those lost books of the Bible. Now that the book of the odes has been rediscovered, it's my hope that the contemplation of these outpourings of the heart will be the catalyst for much-needed new spiritual movements desiring to express a heart-centered spirituality that includes, has room for art, wisdom, eloquence, poetry, music, and especially chant, the path of the lover and the beloved. The original music or sound of the odes remains unknown. We only have the words preserved, but it's my view that the form of chant used by the Syriac Christians of the East and Middle East most resembles how the odes would have sounded if we could go back in time and enjoy hearing them being chanted in places such as Antioch or Edessa, Syria, sometime during the first or second centuries A.D. This new translation of the Odes of Solomon by John Davidson also features insightful commentary and parallel selections from many other sacred texts of antiquity. Davidson has authored several books making use of the forgotten scriptures and is one of the few authors thus far to explore the spirituality contained in some of these scrolls and parchments once used by Essenes, the Jesus movements, various Gnostic religions, and Manichaeans followers of the Persian prophet Manny. The Highest One Gave the Word to His Worlds. This is Ode 12 of the Book of the Odes, the unknown psalm book of early Christianity written in a dialect of Aramaic known as Syriac. He filled me with words of truth that I may speak the same. 
Like the flow of waters, truth flows from my mouth and my lips reveal its harvest. And it gives me the gold of knowledge, for the mouth of the Lord is the true word and the door of his light. And the highest one gave the word to his worlds, which interpret his own beauty, recite his praise, confess his thought, are heralds of his mind, are instructors of his works. For the swiftness of the word is ineffable, and like his statement are its swiftness and sharpness. Its course knows no end, it never fails, it stands. Its descent and its way are incomprehensible. Like his work is its end, for it is the light and the dawn of thought. And through it, worlds converse, and the silent acquire speech. And from it came love and conquered and candor. And they were penetrated by the word and knew him that made it. The mouth of the highest one spoke to them, and he was made clear by his word. The dwelling place of the word is man, and its truth is love. Blessed are they who by it have understood and have known the Lord in his truth. Ode 12, the Odes of Solomon, translated by Willis Barnstone, and published along with many other ancient texts in The Other Bible published originally by Harper Collins The name of the program is Spiritual Awakening Radio, each week presenting an exploration of the world of spirituality, comparative religion, interfaith studies, sacred texts, and other books that matter, East and West. If you'd like to receive a free copy of the Odes of Solomon, I can send you 
a number of links. The Odes of Solomon is a book you can read for free online. There are several translations of it available. Send me an email with Odes or Odes of Solomon in the subject line and request links to the Odes of Solomon online. I'll send these links to you. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com james at spiritualawakeningradio.com Feel free to visit my website spiritualawakeningradio.com where you can access uh, a number of links uh, to podcasts for free available online on demand. I have an e-library of texts that very much include the Odes of Solomon and other interesting writings from the past. I have a donate button on my website. I have links to various blogs and articles that I've written over the years, an archive of such articles and blogs. SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com is my website. Next, I focus on the Jesus Sutras of China. Last week, I began using a new production computer, a new radio production computer, and lost all track of time. And so I'm picking up where I left off last week with the Jesus Sutras of China. I introduced them, saying they're from the 7th century, that monks from Syria traveled to the east and established some sort of group in China. And then this group in China morphed into its own thing, eventually. Something called the Church of the Light. And like the Odes of Solomon, it's hard to categorize these writings. It's hard to really put a label on them. The Odes of Solomon text that I just uh, shared about represent a kind of uh, crossroads or, or a fusion or at, at the convergence of different traditions. The Odes of Solomon sound a little bit like the Essene Psalms of Essene Judaism but also Christian in a kind of Gospel of John sense. Gnostics like them too, and quoted from them regularly. Orthodox monks study them in monasteries to this very day. It's hard to really put a label on the odes. And so too the Jesus Sutras of China. They have Christian roots in a Syriac sort of way, but the term Church of the Light is very Gnostic Manichaean. And the Jesus Sutras themselves represent a kind of presence of Taoist and Buddhist wisdom, too. So, again, hard to put a label on them, but probably Thomas Merton would have really liked them a lot. And maybe Thich Nhat Hanh as well. Meditation in the Jesus Sutras of China. I find these verses to be absolutely delightful. They eloquently speak of the stillness and mental tranquility as being the gateway, a kind of gateway to inner wisdom and enlightenment. To be pure and still means to be open to purity and stillness. As a result, you can intuit the truth. Doing creates movement, which can result in anxiety. Then it is impossible to find rest and contentment. This is why I teach no wanting and doing without doing. It stops you thinking about things which disturb you. Then you can enter into the source of pure empty being. 
Detach yourself from what disturbs and distracts you. And be as pure as one who breathes in purity and emptiness. This state is the gateway to enlightenment. It is the way to peace and happiness. From a kind of mindfulness section of the Jesus Sutras. Unlike St. Augustine or Augustine of the West, who talks about the fall of man and fallen nature, in the Jesus Sutras they speak of original nature, very much in harmony with a verse from the Gospel of Philip found at Nag Hammadi, Egypt, which speaks of the soul as being like a pearl. And even if that pearl falls into the mud, the owner of that pearl, its creator, still values the pearl, sees the value in it. And it's still a pearl, even if it's in the mud, even if it needs to be recovered and cleaned up to get the, the sparkly nature back again. That's all that needs to happen. It's still a pearl, whether it's in the mud or not, whether it's fallen into the mud or has been liberated from the mud. It's never not been a pearl. That is its original nature, whether people perceive it to be so or not. In the Jesus Sutras of China are many verses mentioning original nature. Supreme King, will of ages, compassionate one, loving all who suffer, fearless as you strive for us, free us of the karma of our lives. Bring us back to our original nature, delivered from all danger. A prayer from the Jesus Sutras. The laws of compassion save us all, echoing throughout the world like a tolling golden bell. Great holy lawgiver, you bring us back to our original nature, and the souls that are liberated are countless. Divine compassion lifts them up from the dust, redeeming them from the saddened realm of ghosts. Interesting phrase, saddened realm of ghosts. The hundred ways bring us clarity and kind-hearted mercy. Kind-hearted mercy. And now I draw close to our holy, compassionate Father, the one who creates salvation. See the angelic spirits crossing the ocean of Dharma. We know to practice peace in our hearts through you. This whole gathering unites in singing to you, honored one, and the great law is now the heavenly wheel of returning to you. Another reading from the Jesus Sutras.
Music used during the last half hour of Spiritual Awakening Radio has included Michael Dana from Sirens, Omar Farouk Tech from Dance Into Eternity, the Peter Gabriel Passion album used for The Last Temptation of Christ, movie soundtrack, and Maronite Christian Chant, sounding very Middle Eastern, but not Islamic at all, just the sound from that part of the world. And as I mentioned earlier, it sounds very similar to Syriac Aramaic chant as well. Hope you enjoyed it. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. My website is spiritualawakeningradio.com. Spiritual Awakening is here every week exploring the world of spirituality, comparative religion, interfaith studies and readings from various books or sacred texts and other books that matter, East and West, including books that you might not have heard before, heard of before, that might not be sitting on bookstore shelves nearby or university or public library shelves either. If they were, there'd be no point in talking about them, necessarily. So I tend to like the out-of-print, the obscure, the lesser-known, but really interesting books like the Jesus Sutras and the Odes of Solomon. My name is James Bean. Thanks for listening. See you next week for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio.